0: So let me just give you a couple of, um, somebody put a pencil up here. I guess I'm supposed to take notes for myself. I don't know. (laughs) Let, Let me begin by sharing a couple of pieces of scripture that really captured my attention this week. The first is from the book of Acts. If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come and stay at my home. And from the book of Revelation, There is no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And finally, from our Gospel this morning, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them. And we will come to them and make our home with them. I will give you a peace that the world does not give. So... Where do we begin with all of this this morning? Well, this took me back to my days when I was preparing for confirmation way back uh, when I was in the Roman church, and they used that lovely Baltimore Catechism. If any of you know the Baltimore Catechism, please don't run screaming from the room. It's It's not going to happen today, but the Baltimore Catechism was what what we used to prepare ourselves for confirmation, it had about 200 gazillion questions that we had to memorize in fear that maybe the bishop would call on us on confirmation day. We'd have to come up with the right answer. Now I remember one question and one question only from the Baltimore Catechism, and that was the very first question that was asked of us, where is God? And the answer to that question was, God is everywhere. God is everywhere. Now, in my adolescent mind, I thought, really? God is everywhere? Geez, I hope not. (laughs) In my adult mind, I think sometimes, really? God is everywhere? Because sometimes I'm just not seeing God. In certain situations, I'm sure there are times in all of your lives when it's really difficult to believe that God is in that space in that time. And I think the reason for this is because we're very comfortable in seeing and recognizing God as the divine other. God is everything that we are not. But the creation story really put an end to that business because the creation story tells us that we were created in the image and the likeness of God. So we have to put away that placement of God as God up here and us down here. The creation story made it this way, that we are indeed where God is, and God is indeed where we are, and if that weren't enough, if the creation story isn't enough to convince us, then we have Jesus, that man that came to us, that God that came to us as a man, as a human being, as a child, as a pauper. That's where the playing field got leveled for us that call ourselves Christians. We really need to stop placing God up here. Now, I remember watching Emily when she was little on the balance beam. She was a wonderful gymnast and she would do these crazy things on this little piece of wood. And I would think to myself, oh dear God, I would just watch, I could just hear the bones snapping. You know that feeling when your child is doing something crazy and you're thinking, oh my. And I would watch her and she would do these magnificent things on this little piece of wood. And I'd be worried sick. And then one day she did a very, very basic maneuver as she was warming up. And suddenly I remembered my days in high school when I was in gymnastics class, and I was taught the very same basic thing. And suddenly it became very familiar to me, and I got very relaxed. Because when I was a kid, up on that little piece of wood doing those crazy things, my mother probably was thinking, oh, dear God. And I was thinking, "Eh, if I fall, I fall. I'll just get back up and try again. It became very clear to me that I needed to be on the balance beam with Emily in order to understand what was going on in her mind, in order to understand why she didn't have fear, why it was okay for her to fall. And that is exactly what we need from God. We need to see God as God really is. Not way up there, but beside us, as part of us, as sure-footed and as ready to fall as we are, ready to get back up when we are ready to get back up. God is everywhere because God is wherever we are. You can't get away from your own head. That was a statement that was made by a very deep theologian named Edith Bunker. She once said, you can't get away from your own head, Archie. And she was absolutely right. You can't get away from your own head, and you cannot get away from God. There is no escaping God. God will not leave us. Now, how do we know this? I say this with with great conviction. But how do we know it? We know it because it's right there in today's gospel. Jesus said, and we will come to them and make our home in them. So here's the scene of today's gospel. It's John's John's story of the Last Supper. Jesus is getting ready to be betrayed. Judas has already left the room. Jesus knows what's about to happen. He's sharing this last meal with his friends before his arrest and his death and he's working very hard at telling them everything they need to know before this dreadful thing happens. He says, I will be with you, not just in the way that I'm with you now, but in a much better way, a much deeper way, a much more intimate way. I will make my home in you. I will live in you. I will be so much a part of you that you don't know where you end and I begin. That's the kind of dwelling place Jesus makes in us. That's the kind of God that is everywhere. The one that lives in the hearts of the very people that God created. That's you. That's me. The scriptures today are all about being at home. Lydia invites an invitation. He, she issues an invitation to Paul and to God. Come and stay in my home. That, meant, that was a big deal in Lydia's time. To invite people into your home to stay. Lydia was a wealthy woman. It says that she made purple cloths. You know what that means. She was a seamstress for royalty. She had some bucks. And she was gracious enough to invite these travelers into her home. Stay with me. Make your home. Make my home your home. It's all about hospitality today, isn't it? And then Revelations reminds us that we no longer need a temple, that God cannot be contained in a temple, that God dwells in us. And Jesus tells us that if we love him, he will live in us. God will dwell in us, not over us, not presiding above us, but in us. Now that's a peaceful thought, isn't it? That's the peace that the world cannot understand. That's the kind of peace that comes from knowing God in an intimate way. That's what that collect is talking about today. That's what we just prayed for, if you didn't notice. We prayed for a peace that surpasses our understanding. Lord, we don't really pretend to understand it, but we just want that kind of peace. We want that kind of peace that we don't even understand. We just want it. We want it because we invite you to live within us. That's a peace that surpasses our understanding. So what's happening today, friends? Today we find ourselves in that incredible place again where a new heart will be open to God. Frank, an adult among us. See, it's always cool to baptize babies because they're cute and unpredictable. <laughs> but it's, And maybe Frank will be unpredictable. We don't know. <laughs> but it's always such a joy and a privilege to baptize an adult because he knows what he's getting himself into. He made a logical and intentional choice to become Christ's own today. And we get to stand beside him when he makes this commitment. Frank will promise to live into the vows that Jesus laid out for him and God will do exactly what God promised in today's gospel. God will send the Holy Spirit, the advocate, to come down and seal him and make him Christ's own. Today, Jesus will take up residence in the heart of Frank Andrew. Today, Frank and God enter into a new relationship, one where God becomes a dwelling place inside of him. And we stand beside him and say, Amen. Amen. So now, friends, how much better can it possibly get Aside from that beautiful place in Revelation which we will all know when our life on this earth ends, aside from that wonderful city in Revelation that has been described to us, how much better can it get than to have God God living within us? And that is a peace that surpasses all our understanding and it is a peace that I wish for each of you today. Amen.